The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storylines with Nick Eatman. Good morning. It's October the 10th. It's time for Cowboys Storyline. I'm Nick Eatman here, and let's... Let's find out what the storyline is uh, for this football team right now, sitting at three and two and just can't escape the injury bug. Continues to hit this team on defense and special teams. Uh, but there's going to be some changes, you know, obviously to, to this uh, game plan as the Cowboys face the Chargers. Maybe not the big changes that, that some people want to see. Uh, Cowboys owner and general manager Jerry Jones spoke this morning on 105.3 The Fan. He's usually pretty chipper good mood not so much in this case uh he got on there and, and was asked you know several questions about possible changes especially to the offense and play calling and you know he was really emphatic about it this is not the time to do such things uh in that manner um he he gave tremendous support for for Dak and and uh, Mike McCarthy in, in the play calling and basically said yeah yes we need to make some changes we can't play like we played against the, the 49ers but but you know there there will be some changes but this isn't the time for the wholesale changes so um you know we'll, but I want to hear from you guys what do, what do you think and if you do think there should be some changes what are they it's easy to find the problem but finding the solution is always the issue so give me a call 188 188- 855-2297. You can send some text messages at 817-290-3298. we got a couple of them. we got a couple of calls on the line. So it's Tuesday. It's that time where we can turn the page if we want to. We can go back and look uh, at what happened with the Cowboys and 49ers. We can look ahead. We can look way back uh, down the road if you if you want to do that and go down memory lane. But So whatever you want to do, you guys drive the bus today. All right, uh, Joe and Stanford, you're the first one. Joe, what's up? Hey, morning, Nick. Um, so, um, you know, the things that were obvious to me in the game is as much as we were enjoying, you know, how well we thought the offense was going, it obviously wasn't going that well. But the, I think mostly the, the thing that really stood out to me among, you know, there's a thousand things that slap you in the face, but um, is how it seemed to me how under stress and in a situation when Dak actually had to do something besides, you know, check down a bunch of stuff. He really wasn't prepared to do it. Um, I honestly didn't realize or didn't know that there was, he, he wasn't even getting seven step uh, stuff, um, you know, as far as what had been, you know, put into the offense and stuff like that. You know, I, you know, I don't know if we had just sort of tailored, you know, uh, a Dak-friendly offense with Kellen and it just had really worked well. Or, you know, I, I don't know what to think about Dak now, man. I really don't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Joe and Stanford, you've called uh, almost every show and, and a lot of times the first one off the bat and, and usually have a lot of – you know, like points where you're like, all right, this is exactly how I, how I'm thinking, and you can tell you're pretty perplexed on this one with Dak, um, and that's that's what's happened here for this team, and he's, you're not the only one. I mean, there's a lot of text messages and um, a lot of, a lot of stuff coming in about about Dak, how he's seeing things, how he's reading the defense, this the whole confusion here um, with with you know, and maybe you know this is this is one argument where you could say. You know, maybe you should be playing in the preseason. 
Um, yeah, you, I mean, you don't want to risk any injury. I mean, look look what this team, look what's happening to this team. Um, but they're getting hurt in practice. I mean, Trayvon Diggs is out for the season because of practice. Um, now, obviously, Leighton wasn't hurt in practice. But but the 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 point is, is that, you know, maybe they, they need some kind of reps. You need more things like this. Um you know more more reps. Uh, I I don't have a great answer either for you. You know on 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 what's going on, but he's definitely not. Uh, it doesn't seem like he sees the the field uh, with this offense like he did in in the past, and and that's a comfort thing probably because you know from a for, he was with Kellen Moore in this offense, and they were teammates together too. So I think they 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 understand each other uh, really well. And you know I mean Dak has said all the right things that this offense is better for him so we'll see it, it hasn't been the case though it has certainly not been the case so far uh it just seems like everything they pick they, they check it down you know his guy I don't think they have check down receivers honestly I don't think they have a tight end that's just gonna you know say get off me and go get 10 15 yards they don't have receivers that really do that either so you know that's is they're gonna have to it has to be schemed up properly and so far it really hasn't so all right uh Gary in New Mexico next caller Gary Hey, Nick, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Just real quick, I called in last Friday, and I said that Dallas was by far the better team and would win convincingly. I was dead wrong. Were you 35-10? to 10? Was that you? I didn't pick a score. I didn't oh. pick a score. Somebody had 35-10, and, and it was 35-10 to 10 at one point, and I was thinking, hmm, maybe we just yeah, had this backwards. I, yeah, we were all I wrong on this one, Gary. Yeah, I know it. I drank the Kool-Aid, but but uh, I'm hearing a lot of comments on Dak and the offense, and I don't think that's the issue. Yes, they need to do better. Yeah, yes, I understand all of that. But Mike McCarthy has said over and over again, way back since the offseason, this is a defensive first football team. We play to our defense. This team is built on defense. He put the defense out there first to set a tone, mm-hmm. to make a statement. And the statement that that defense made was they let San Francisco march 75 yards on the opening drive and put them in a hole. And then when the offense clawed their way back and made it a 14-7 to game, what did our defense do? They went out there and they let San Francisco go 75 yards and score another touchdown. When we got a field goal to start the second half to try to make it a game, what did the defense do? They went out there and they let San Francisco go 75 yards and score another touchdown. This defense is overrated. They're a bunch of front runners, and and it's frustrating as a lifelong Cowboy fan that as a kid grew up under Landry, and then in college I've got Jimmy Johnson. How about them Cowboys? And now most of my adult life has been frustration by a bunch of front running Cowboys that can beat up on bad teams, and then they completely fold when they face a real contender. And the defense needs to shut up and just start playing some sound football. And they went out there, Nick. They went out there Sunday night trying to be a tough guy. We're going to show San Francisco how bad we are. Well, what did that lead to? Stupid penalty, jumping offside, taunting, face mask, not getting off the field on third down. I mean, right now this team is a bunch of front runners. The the one of the shows last year had a contest to give the defense a nickname, and I called in, and my nickname last year for the defense was Jack Squat because that's what they've done. They've done jack squat. They haven't won anything. Okay. And until they get some skins on the wall, they need to shut up. They need to quit right. talking about getting revenge, and they just need to go out and play sound football. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's, 
That's the kind of call that I, I, you know, again, this is two weeks in a row that after they've lost where the Tuesday calls seem to be worse than the Monday calls. Uh, and I'm not saying that's a bad call. That's just from a frustration uh, standpoint there. Um, you know, that's harsh. I mean, that, that that's harsh. They they that's why you talk to their players after the game. You let them, you know, you come out and let them kind of say the things that that they need to say. Uh, some of them, some of them are good. Some of them make sense. Some of them don't. You know, I didn't I didn't really understand some of the stuff that Micah was saying. Um, this is a defensive team. Um, the, the the defense is better than the offense. Um, and I, you know, and you make some good points. I mean, the, the, the defense, the defense was holding it, holding them in there though. Um, you know, making it a game. So I think, I think you can make that argument any way you want to. Well, the offense did this and the, you know, and the defense, what did the defense do? Well, you just glossed over the fact that it was 14 to nothing. I mean, the offense didn't get a first down. Are you kidding me? They didn't get a first down until they stole the Eagles play and pushed, you know, Dak for a yard in midway through the second quarter. You can't sit here and tell me and blame, just blame the defense. You even said, come out of the third quarter. They got us a field goal. Thanks. Thanks for the field goal. 21 to 10. The defense, though, I mean, that, that, that thing got away. And and yeah, they scored forty two points. But you can't sit there and say that it was you know the defense was was clearly the the issue here. Um, the offense turned the ball over too many times, especially in the second half. And you know it, it, let's let's point the finger at everyone. But uh, to come here and say the offense is not the problem and it's on the defense, a bunch of front runners, I think that's ridiculous. I really do. Um, I get your frustration, but but in no way am I going to take it there. The defense did not play well. Are they overrated? Okay, what's the rating? What's their rating? What, tell me what their rating is, and we'll go over or under it. I don't know. No one know. No one knows what their rating is. It's just what they think it is, what you think it is, what ESPN thinks it is. Who knows? They, they you know, they they've played well. The defense has played well at times. They're, they're struggling right now with injuries, though. I can tell you that. You can call it an excuse if you want to. I call it losing an all-pro corner. I call it losing a linebacker now. And Leighton Vanderish, they don't have any linebackers, and now they lost another one. So that that's not going to help things. So that's, you know, I get it. Air out these frustrations, but to sit there and single out the defense, I don't know. I, I think I think they got problems on all three sides of the ball at this point. All right, um, uh, Ali from Florida. Did I say that right, Ali? Yes. How you doing, I, man? Pretty good, buddy. Uh, yesterday I was too depressed to call. But let me uh, give you a couple comments and make a suggestion. Okay. First of all, I remember Jimmy Johnson used to say, if you're going to wait for your draft order, you're not going to do anything good. He used to go get the players, uh, i.e. Uh, Dolphin, uh, Detroit. Uh, Rams, they get the draft, they go pick up some other players they might need. Where is our first-round draft pick for this year? Where is our second-round draft pick this year? Mm. We basically be playing with the last-year roster, and I'm saying to myself, okay, if we are so high on these draft picks we pick in, at least we, we lost the third round by accident. You know, by injury, I can totally see that. We got a little bit bad luck to go with everything else. I think personally, Mike um, McCarthy is, is a good coach. But I look at Dolphin, how they turn around their team. Dan Campbell was interviewed with Jerry Jones. Look at how much they're hustling over there in Detroit. 
Look at Eagle. I remember when Chip Kelly was there, their roster was disarray, and now they're turning around. I see all these people, they're jumping from nowhere in front of the Cowboys, and they build there to get some hope. And we are the only brightest spot. I mean, we, we have a lot of great, but the kicker, if you would ask me who's going to be perfect with the season, our kicker is just like lights out. Then on top of it, I'm just looking at <clears throat> the schedule coming up. I believe um, as a defense, it was a bonehead play with Wilson to get 15 yards, the face mask right off the bat. That, I mean, the football is about momentum. Yeah. I can see the jumping neutral zone. I mean, on the, I remember when you are so many penalties we have, is an undisciplined team. I don't think if you Jerry jo- uh, Jimmy Johnson or Bill Parcell was in coaching, show up Monday in that locker room. I mean, everybody has to be accountable, including the <clears throat> ownership. And Dak right. is totally was playing with the handcuff. I mean, he was so <clears throat> timid. On the last thing I would suggest, I think personally, you should have your mom call once a week and have an opinion. Because we think we know everything. I believe that a fresh perspective like Amber in breaks. You know, it's so some, some nice to see some other opinion that it breaks the cycle a little bit. Something we don't see it. But thank you for your show. I appreciate it, Nick. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Uh, Let's go to Curtis in Oklahoma. Uh, Let's go back to the line. Curtis in Oklahoma, you're next. Hello? Curtis, you're up. Hey, uh, I'll just, I want to say a couple things to maybe help the fans, help myself, and add some perspective uh, to this sport and this situation. Uh, One of them, uh, you know, there's a guy named Sean Strickland, who's a UFC champion right now. And, uh, you know, he got knocked out by a guy and then that guy beat another guy and then he beat the guy that he beat to become champion. Um, so, you know, uh, he, he, there was memes about him, uh, comparing him to iCarly, which is a teenage TV Mm -hmm. show. Uh, so, you know, it got pretty bad, but he just hang in there, took advantage of his opportunity. Um, and it worked out for him. The other one that I'll use is the New York giants. I mean, we've beat them so many times in a row we always come on here and celebrate uh you know with a 40 to nothing victory um and we just think that they're absolutely terrible but in the last 25 years uh they have more super bowl wins than the cowboys the 49ers and the eagles so you know just calm down take things for what they're worth um add some perspective enjoy watching cowboys football we've played uh, entertaining ball uh for the most part over the last decade or so um, and then the other, the last thing that I wanted to talk about was I do think Dak could have better touch on his throws. Uh, it seems like when he's throwing deeper passes, he really puts a lot of hang time underneath it, and I think it allows for the defender to close some space. And then when he's throwing shorter throws, he's like rifling it in there. Um, and when it gets deflected or it doesn't get necessarily caught the way it should, it has just more opportunity to bounce around. Um, so that's the only thing I would really say about that. And I'll uh, hang up and let you yeah. get back to the show. All right. Thanks, Chris. Um, um, appreciate the call and, and uh, 
uh, a quick call there uh, for for Curtis, and and that's the thing that the the caller before uh, kind of went on and on and on. I mean that 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 kind of took up the the time that I usually have to answer that. So I feel like this is one of those days where people are just going to vent. Some of these things don't have any any you know comments to it. I mean I think you you I heard something about you wanted to maybe be the Lions. You want to be the Lions? Want trade? Want trade and be we the, what the Lions are doing? What the Dolphins are doing? Uh, I I don't know I don't know about that I, and I don't know I mean guys that they they got beat forty two to ten they they uh, they tried they were trying to come back it, nothing was working that thing snowballed um, they play again tomorrow you know they probably don't win I don't think they're on the same level as the 49ers. I don't think the point spread is going to be thirty two I mean I mean obviously I don't think anyone thinks it would be like that again uh, my 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 point to that is the game got away from them. I don't think it's indicative of exactly where this team is, and I, I don't think that the sky is falling. Um, yeah, that they've they've got some injuries that they've got to overcome, but you know I still think this is a good football team. Uh, we've seen it, and and you know to the point of yeah they beat up on bad teams. Well, good because there's bad teams on the schedule. There's there's bad teams in the division. There's I mean there's there's things like that that you have to do. Um, I, I will take that than then a team that's just always going to play to the level of the competition because uh, that was an argument about this team for forever, that, that they would play down then they could play up. Uh, they did not play up to the level of competition uh, this Sunday night. No doubt about it. They did not do that. So, you know, we'll see if they can do that against the, the Chargers coming up. All right, let's go to um, Savannah, uh, Georgia. This is Sebastian in Savannah, Georgia. How are we doing, sir? How are we doing, sir? You doing well? Yeah, doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, I mean, in some ways, yes, this team is becoming a walking New Year's resolution. And I don't know how to fix it. I'm just a spectator. <laughs> it just seems like, you know, you have that feeling like when you have a New Year's resolution, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And you don't do it and you end up being the same thing and you have to do it again next year. It's like that. My question is this. Were we not able to, like, secure? Because I, I feel like it's a you get what you pay for you type of thing. Were we not able to secure any better free agencies? I understand that the cap is real, but how did – the 49ers get hard raves. How do all these teams get these great players in free agency? And we keep bargain basement shopping, it seems like. Yeah. You know, I don't know how to fix things, but I do have that as a question. You have a great day. All right. Thank you. Um, you know, 49ers is kind of it's, – it's tough to figure out their their cap. I mean, they obviously have a quarterback that's making $800,000 um, as opposed to, you know, most teams have backups that are making, you know, four or five million. But I do know that they had some dead I mean, I mean Trey Lance was on their was on their roster. Uh, maybe Jimmy G was had some dead money there. So um, th I'm not saying that they have a cheap quarterback room, but but um, it helps when your starting quarterback is not making a whole lot. And then it allows you to kind of go do some other things. Um but I again I, I don't know what what the 49ers cap situation is. I don't McCaffrey I mean is a guy that's really big for their their team and he doesn't make a ton of money. That that trade made a lot of sense for them uh when when they made it. Um but yeah, I, I barely understand what's going on with the Cowboys cap. Now the question you asked about the free agents um yeah, they let's see. They got I guess they they got Cooks um 
And that was a trade. I mean, the you know the trade with Gilmore. I mean, they you know they they've added some guys, but you know they don't have a ton of money. Cowboys just do not have a lot of money. They've got a lot of uh, you know players making a lot of money, and and it's they're not done. You know they're going to pay CD. They're going to pay Micah. So I mean that's that's kind of the, the situation that they're in. And you know I, I think that they have some good depth on this team. They have good depth on on defense. Um, again, I'm, I'm going to just say that I, I really believe that this was this is one game. It was a game that got away from them, and I, I, I'm not changing my tune on what I think about this, this team. I think it, it, the reality of it is is that they're they're not one of the elite teams, not right now, because um, the, they're they're they lost to the to the elite team big time. They've lost the teams that that are not very good in Arizona. So so they they are somewhere in in the middle of that. Um, it's been five games. That's enough to come up with a with a pretty good you know reason of what what we think this team is, but still long ways to go. All right, let's go to Bruce in Houston. The next call, Bruce. Hey Nick, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, Bruce. I, I called I called earlier in the week. Uh, obviously, optimism, and <laughs> that's what yeah. you said about my call. And, oh, and yeah. I still have that. I, I hope the next. I mean, look at it this way: we got twelve games to prove we do belong in the elite. Yeah. But we got to do that. And my question to you is, if they go and lay an egg against the Chargers and then they have a bye week after that, do you make a quarterback change? I, I, and I, Because it seems like Dak, we've had him for eight years. I know yesterday you said, I don't want to hear about all that, but I think eight years is long enough. Well, I, I really like I'm sorry. Go long, ahead. long enough, long enough to find out what he is. Okay, that, that's fine. Yeah, but but um, what's the change? What what do you mean? Are you going Cooper Rush? Well, Trey Lance? Uh, no, well, I mean you can't do Trey Lance. I think his job this year is to see if he's even. And I'm sure they watch him in practice to see if he can yeah. read the defenses and play quarterback because they need to. I, I was a brilliant move getting him. If they can get a top three quarterback for the fourth pick, you know you you do it every day during the week and twice on Sundays, as they say. But because my my question to you is I just don't see if you – I just can't see them re-signing him. I don't know how they can get out of that last year. I know he has a no trade. But you're going to need to find out. Trey Lance needs to be your backup next year for sure. Don't you think? Yes. And I'll hang up and listen. Yes. Good I, joke, Nick. Thank you. Thanks, Bruce. I do agree with that. I, I agree that Trey Lance has to be the backup next year. Um, that's that's that justifies the pick, uh, fourth round pick, um, you know, because I think, you know, I think the Cowboys were thinking that that they would probably draft a young quarterback next year in the mid mid rounds that could be potentially the backup to Dak. And so that's why they kind of jumped the gun and said, let's use a fourth round pick to get Trey Lance. And then let's see how he develops this year. And he could be the backup next year. Now the backup to who? I mean, uh, you know, the, the plan is Dak. That's the plan. Um, like, like I said, though, I just said before this call, I mean, there's a long season. It's a long season to find out if, if you know, if the Cowboys can turn this around. And if they don't turn it around and, and you know, Dak's the reason for that, then there, there's going to be some changes. There's going to be changes across the, across the board. I mean, there's no doubt that there's – you can't sit here and say that this team is talented and then if they don't, if they don't play well – then something's got to happen, and so I, I think we know what those things are. There, there will be some some big changes if the Cowboys don't don't you know get out of this ditch that they're in, and you know I feel like they can, you know looking at the schedule, 
yeah, it's it's not easy, but also there there are games that you expect them to win. But that you know that Arizona game still still kind of sits with me. Like if you've got that in your arsenal that you can do that, then you can lose to anybody. And right now we don't know if the Cowboys have beaten anyone that's any good. I mean, they, they, now they've you know they've dominated the Giants and, and the Jets and and of course the Patriots, but other teams are doing that as well too. So still we'll we'll find out. This is going to be this is probably the biggest game of the year. I think I think this is the biggest game of the year against the Chargers. It's early, but with the bye week sitting here, it's a big game for a lot of people. And I think that um, you know just the fact that the offense is struggling, and here they are facing Kellen Moore and, and questions about should the Cowboys make changes and all that stuff. I mean, it's just kind of ironic the way it goes that you're playing the Chargers, Kellen Moore through all this. But I think that the Cowboys have to move forward to and three and three heading into the bye. Seems way different than just one game, so uh, it's it's a really big one. All right, let's take one more question before uh, call before we go to break. Brian in Louisiana. Brian, you're next. Okay. Hey, Brian. Yeah. How you doing? Good. You there? Yeah, I'm here. What do you got? Okay. My question was, um, what's your opinion on the fact that uh, they've kind of gotten away from letting Dak use his legs a lot more? You know, I'm not seeing a lot of the RPO-type stuff, and I just see that he was the type of player that he he really progressed when he had that style of offense instead of just sitting back in the pocket trying to analyze the defense. That's not really his strength. To me, his biggest strength was using his legs. And I understand the fact that, you know, he, he got hurt, and that's a risk. But, I mean, even if you have that style of offense or that package, you know, I think it would also trans transform into something that um, even Trey Lance can fit into in the event that he did get hurt. So that was just my question. You know, uh, thanks for the call, Brian. I'll be honest. Can Dak still, you know, move the way that you we want him to move? I mean, like that's, that's a question I have. There was a couple of times last week um, or against New England. And then, of course, in this game against the 49ers where I kind of thought, okay, well, Dak, you know, just get out of that. And he doesn't. And and I don't know if he's moving with the same quickness as before. But, like, like yes, you want him to kind of use his legs a little bit. But I don't know if he's comfortable doing it. And I don't know if it's just because of the injury. I don't know if it's that as much as it is. I don't feel like he, he, he feels like he's got – the same kind of quickness and uh, escapability or, or, or whatever it is. It's just that he he doesn't seem to be moving like he has in the past. And I, and I get it. I mean, everyone <laughs> everyone gets older and, and you know, that, that sort of happens as time goes on. But, uh, you know, this whole notion of, like, he needs to run more, I don't know if he's as comfortable doing it um, and, and for, for whatever the reason is. But, but I mean, I'd like to see it, too, because I think it is another weapon that you could – that's what happens. That's sometimes the only thing that's there is the you know quarterback, everybody else is covered. It's, the lane is there to run. So I think that there's opportunities for him to do that. But, you know, I don't if, – if you're expecting Mississippi State Dak, I mean, that's, that's not – that's not even the the thing anymore. I mean, he's he's uh, eight years removed. He's played a lot of football. He's had a lot of injuries, or not a lot, but he's had some uh, and significant injuries. So I just think that he's not the same runner. Doesn't mean he can't run, but I just don't think he's the same runner as as he's been in the past. All right, let's go to break here. Cowboy storyline. We'll be back. We we do have some text messages that I want to get to, and I got some phone calls as well. Be right back. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot, Rowdy, cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Cowboys Storylines. All right, let's get to a few more uh, callers and questions here on Cowboys Storyline, 888-855-2297. I do have some questions here. Um, How about Chris in Arkansas on the text line? He says, with Tony Romo, I never felt like we didn't have a chance to come back and win any game. I don't have the same feeling with Dak. Yep, Romo was a uh, that was Romo was good at that. I mean, he was he was good. And see, Romo's thing was Romo was probably better at the two minute offense than almost any quarterback that I could remember. Uh, he was really good at that. And so sometimes playing fast with tempo that is you have to do that to come back in the games. So that was kind of a specialty I thought of Tony. I mean, his fourth quarter rating is one of the best in in NFL history. Um, and even though he's kind of known for a guy that you know, oh, he didn't get it done in the fourth quarter. Ironically, he actually was a really, really good fourth quarter quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, to that that comparison, sure, I'm, Romo was better at that. With Dak, I mean, you know, they, they've had some games where they've come back. I mean, let's don't act like it's never happened. But I, this team just isn't built that way. Um, and it's not just about the offense, too. It's the defense as well. The defense is this team is not as good against the run as they are against the pass. And so what happens when you're down, 
You're facing the run. You're not facing, you're not going into the pass. It's very important for this team on both sides of the ball to get off to a fast start. All right, um, another question. This is Dan in Philly. Um, it's one thing to lose the game. Sunday night was a disgrace, the most pathetic game I've seen since the Cowboys, uh, the Cowboys played since watching 1972. It's up there. I mean, it's up there. I don't know about the most pathetic game. But um, the good thing about it is, is that it's week five. I mean, you, you could have lost 28-27, you know, and at the last play of the game. And and it, it counts the same. I mean, I know you guys know that. But I'm just saying this is different than, I think, playoff losses or games late in the season that affect playoffs. This is one where you thought, all right. This is a heavyweight fight. This is the bat, you know, this is a matchup between the Cowboys and the 49ers. And it comes out that that's not the case. That they they are not the Cowboys are not in that heavyweight class right now. Um they aren't. Could they get there? Sure. They could get there, but they're not right now. And I don't know who else is in there with the 49ers. Maybe the Eagles will see. I'm sure that they'll play at some point. Um, you know, they have the same record. There's only two teams in the league with the same record. So I I, I definitely think the 49ers are in a class by themselves, but it doesn't matter that you shouldn't lose to anyone 42 to 10. I mean, that that just shouldn't happen. Um, and so that, that's that, that did happen. And now we got to figure out how good the Cowboys really are. And I think the Chargers are going to give them a great, great test. All right, Kent Kent in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Kent, what's up? Hey, Nick. How are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, well, you know, disappointed, disappointed. Uh, disheartened. Um, lifelong Cowboys fan. I, I Earliest memories I have is sitting with my dad watching Roger Staubach. Um you know, vividly remember Jackie Smith dropping the the, the touchdown pass in the yeah. end zone. But um, maybe you can help me out here. I'm trying to look back on Dak. I've, I've been a Dak apologist for for too long now. Can you help me remember the last time that Dak played his best game and really stepped up when playing uh, playing against elite competition against one of the best teams in the league, rather than folding like a like a lawn chair? Are you gonna Are you counting? Are you counting to, uh, the, the the Buccaneers in the playoffs? Is that is that one? No, because they were they were clearly the better team there. I mean, when's the last time they got up against a team who was giving them everything everything they could handle and more? Where Dak had his best game? Okay, um, I don't. That, that's I, I just can't yeah. remember where he was the one when they were really against the ropes and he stood up and carried that team to victory. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. I, I mean, I and, and I'm sure that you've looked. I mean, you've looked it up, and, and you're and you're not you're not seeing it. Um, but but you know, I mean, that's the thing. I I asked that about the playoffs. I mean, like if that if we're not counting that, then then I don't know. I mean, that that is one where he was absolutely you know um, at his best, and that was an outstanding game. And so I mean, I'm sorry if that doesn't count. I mean, they they, they do they not have Tom Brady still? Was it not on the road? They haven't beaten Tom Brady. They haven't won on the road in 30 years. They're coming off that crappy game against Washington, and you know he comes out and plays a remarkable game. I, I can't sit here and tell you some other games, but just tell me the games that that they faced like this. I don't remember a game like this where they was like, all right, th th this is this is the battle. These two teams right here. I mean. Was Philly not one last year? Was that was that not a game at at, at home where they they played? They were coming off a of loss in Jacksonville where he throw, throws interceptions and I believe they came back and uh, yeah they they played Jacksonville and they come back and they they play Philly the, the next week, um, you know and feels like he he helped win that game. I mean it was a it was a back and forth game. I uh, but again 
I, it's hard to 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 answer that question because there haven't been many games like this. These these you know playoff type games in the middle of the season. So yeah, this is this is a this is a tough one. But I, I think you know. I think it's short-sighted to say that the Dak hasn't had games like that. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of phrases I, I, that I've I've heard over the years, and especially with the, the Cowboys, that you know, according to fans or media, it's never a big game unless they lost. You know, if they won the game, it's not considered a big game. It's big games if they if they lost. I think we're kind of dealing with that a little bit too here. All right, Steve in New York, you're on the line. Hey Nick. Hey Steve. How you doing, pal? Good. Yeah, just as the last caller just was saying. You know, that, that Tampa Bay team was also the same team that week one right. beat us where everyone was pretty much ending the season for us. So they, they were a good team. You can't, you know, when we lost week one, everybody was panicking, you know, season's over, look what the Tampa Bay did to us, and so. Yeah, on. yeah, I agree with I that. I just want to say, though, you know, we got blown out by the best team in football. We're three and two. You would think we're three and 14. That's why I, <laughs> I have to stay off Twitter because it's just <laughs> – the Dak talk, changing quarterbacks, you know, it, it, it's, it reminds me of the years of we need a GM, we need a GM. It, it, it's not changing this year. Okay, this is what the here and now is Dak's the quarterback, okay? Mm-hmm. Unless you want to blow the whole thing up, which we're not going to do, you're not going to put Cooper Rush in, you're not going to put Trey Lance in, you know, this is, the, this is the quarterback. There's a lot of football left. And I just, you know, I'm, I've been talking people off the ledge for about, Day and a half. Yeah, now. yeah. You know, we'll keep calling. Keep calling this show. Then uh, that's what we need, Steve. Yeah. We need you. To yeah, call. and listen, I, <laughs> Nick. I live in New York. I could tell you. Yeah. Because somebody else had mentioned it. The 2007 uh, Giants. I live here. I hear the media, the fans. They were ready to do two things: fire Tom Coughlin because he couldn't coach, and Eli Manning will never win. That's all you heard up here. So you know what happened about two months later? They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm not saying we're not going to win this. I'm, we're we're going to win the Super Bowl, but. You, you understand what I'm saying? I, yes. There's a lot of football left. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely understand what you're saying. And and you're right. I mean, and, and you make a good point about the Tampa Bay game back in week one because, you know, the sky was falling that day. I mean, they lost. Oh, yeah. They, season was over. Yeah, season was over. And Dak got hurt. And then they had two or three other injuries. I mean, you just looked at the locker room, see guys limping yeah. on crutches. It's like, all right, you know, and they go four and they go four and one. I just, it happens all the time. It really does. It happens all of the time. But this game right here, this is a really, really big game, especially with the bye week sitting here. They they yeah. have to they have to to turn this thing around. They have to have a good taste in their mouth going into the bye week. And you know, they have to beat Kellen Moore. And for personal reasons, we gotta beat the Chargers. And I say that, I say we, because I'm talking about my team, not not so much the Cowboys, I'm talking about my team upstairs. Right. We gotta beat the Chargers. I'm being, that's if that's an Absolutely. inside joke or whatever. But I'll, I'll just say this though: uh, I know, Dallas I know. has to beat the Chargers. So this is a big game. This is a big game here, and at least it's at home uh, up there in that place uh, they call SoFi, which will, will sound like a home uh, crowd for the Cowboys, which they need. They, they they need everything that they can get. All right, uh, Albert in Tucson, Arizona. We'll go to Albert for the next call. Good morning, Nick. Morning. How are you? Oh, uh, well. I remember last week you told me, "Hey, if, if that prediction's true, what are you predicting?" <laughs> you, you said <laughs> thirty-five to ten, right? Yeah, man, you were almost there. You were almost yeah. there. That late touchdown. I uh, know, oh. man. But too, <laughs> uh. too, bad I, I, too bad I don't work for Vegas. Huh? Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, the wrong team. Oh, right. Yeah. I think if you just said, "I'm sorry, I got it, I got it mixed up," I think they would go for that better than saying <laughs> that you were what, uh, what, 60, 60, 70 points off. Yeah, we all were, man. Uh, you know, uh, Albert Thomas is uh, is not the guy. Nah, that's okay. You know. Um, the games can get like that. I mean, games, you know, even the games that the Cowboys have won like that, you you, you think if you played it again, it's not going to be that way. It's not going to be 40 to nothing when they play the Giants again. And we, we know that. And so, yeah, I think you have to use that in a game against the 49ers and go, all right, let me look at the game. It's 21 to 10. It's, you know, you if you can get a stop coming off the field or, you know, getting a stop there, then you, you, you have a shot. But, you know, and, and then it, it didn't happen, and then you're forcing it, and you're forcing the next thing. You know, here it is. It's 42 to 10, but but I don't think it's it's as bad as that. I don't think the gap is that big. Um, but that the same goes for the Cowboys against the Patriots, Cowboys against the Giants, too. Sometimes games take on a life of themselves. And, uh, you know, when you were picking 35 to 10, that was probably thinking uh, the same way. That's how how these games can, can kind of get, get away from them. So, all right, let's go to uh, Patrick in Las Vegas for the next call patrick hey nick uh thanks for having my call yeah um hey yeah so i mean obviously i've been listening to the show starting to feel bad for you a little bit because people are just calling in and hating on Dak a lot um hey hold on though hold on before you say that uh, let let me say this i'll say this this is exactly what i've asked for the fans to do if you go back and i know i've said it i get kind of made fun of i say it all the time is this is y'all show and it is. So if Gary in New Mexico or Ali in Florida or whoever calls in and, and, and goes off, th- this is what I've asked for. This is what I said, hey, do this. It, it's not always going to be 40 to, to nothing and you come back the next day. I've, I've been prepared for this, and you guys are not wrong. I don't always agree. I think that I, I agree with some of the, the other callers it's a long season. But you know what? Your opinion is never wrong. So I, I I I actually applaud the calls. I appreciate it. We kind of we'll work through it. We'll get through it. And and you know what? Don't feel sorry for me because this is what I've asked for. So this is this is fun. Sorry, Patrick. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, no, so I appreciate what you do. Um, yeah, no, just really quick then. Um, yeah, so obviously you know Dak didn't have his best game. The whole team didn't have their best game. Um, but I I feel like more of the problem was early on in the game the play calling was just very conservative and. Yeah. Um, you know, so to, to say that Dak was the biggest problem, I mean, sure, he didn't make great decisions down the stretch of the game, but I think it was a mixture of everything. I think they let their emotions going into the week of the game make them feel like they were ready, but I don't think they prepared as well as the 49ers did. I think, no, no, you know, no. they didn't play with their heads. They played with their hearts, and it showed. And I, I agree, there's a lot of football left. Hopefully they can uh, yeah. fix it up. I'll be at the next game in, in L.A., so hopefully they can fix it by that time. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Well, I hope you have a, have a good time at that one. Hope it's a better game. And I, I agree with that. I think there's something to be said. Now, now again, this is one of those things you never you can never prove. Do they play with their heads or not their hearts? The, those are things that, that a lot of fans say about, you know, somebody doesn't have heart or they don't have leadership or they don't whatever. Things that you that are easy to say, you'll never prove it. So, you know, that's – that's fine. Uh, there's something to be said for that, though. Like, like you know, did were they a little too 
jacked up a little bit, but maybe not as prepared, thinking that they were ready, thinking that just the the disappointment and, and the angst that they felt from the last game is going to help them carry over the fact didn't happen that way. And here's another example to that that I, that I remember off the top of my head when, when the Cowboys came back to Green Bay in 2015. It was the year after the, the, the Dez catch game in Green Bay. A lot of talk about how Dez was going to play in that game. And you kind of thought it was going to go one of two ways. Um, and 10 catches, 200 yards, two touchdowns, a diving catch that they call it, you know, all that. Or, or not, not good. In a couple drops, trying to force everything, and that's how, that's sort of the way it went. The Cowboys weren't a good team in 2015, and they got steamrolled for other reasons. But he did not play a great game, and, and you kind of thought it was along those same lines there. Uh, I do have another call, so I was about to end it. I have another call though. This will be our last one, uh, I believe. Maybe we'll see here. Uh, Sean in Bakersfield, California. Sean, what's up? What's going on, Nick? I called uh, twice last week, man. Um, Obviously disappointed. Um, I seen the. He he rushed a lot of decisions. There was a lot of plays to be made on the field, but the thing that that ticked me off the most about anything then was after getting humiliated on national TV, you had our our star defensive player taking pictures with the opposite team. Um, if he has a Kobe mentality, bro, Kobe won't be doing that. You know, you're supposed to be a, a demon on the defense. Um, a person like me that played the game, I don't agree with that at all, man. That's all I got to say, man. Uh, go Cowboys. All right. Um, I, I, I'm i just not – guys, I'm sorry. I, I just – I don't like it, okay? I don't like – I don't understand the jersey swap. I don't I, – I've never really understood it. Um but you know, and it just, but everyone does that. You know what I mean? Like, like they they do that, and and no one has a problem after a win. Like, no one has a problem with the, them walking off with with another jersey. You know, when when they win against the Giants or the Jets or whatever. You know, but but that team just got their ass kicked. You know, and and th- those players are doing it. It's a different mentality. I'm not even going to even try to get in there. I just think that, you know, let's let's be mad about it all the time, not just, you know, after they, they lose. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and say that I that I, I totally get it because I don't. I don't understand that. I mean, if you want if you want Christian McCaffrey's jersey, you can get it. I mean, the, there's ways to do that. And I, I don't know. But again, let's, let's don't let's don't kick him for that. Um, you know, they, there's, there's other things that happen in the game. I mean, he just, he didn't play well. Um, but you know, if he did everything he was supposed to do, that's what the issue is. It's not about the Jersey. Let's be honest. It's about the zero sacks the zero pressures or, or a handful of pressures. And the fact that he's talking about being the best in the game and he really didn't make a difference. So that's the issue. It's not about get, grabbing a red Jersey on the way out. It, it's the fact that he just didn't play as well as you want him to play and that I totally understand. All right, one more caller, Eric, North Carolina. Uh, you'll be our last caller today. What's up, Eric? What's up, Nick? What's going on, my man? You all right? Yes, I'm feeling much better. That's why I'm going to take these quick seconds to uplift Cowboy Nation right now. Thank you for the platform. Allow me to do that. Sure. Let me just quickly say 
They're talking about this team like we're like like the other caller said, we're three and fifteen or something. We're still above five hundred. We have twelve more games to go. Okay, I feel like every man in this locker room is going to have some soul searching to do, mm-hmm. and they're going to do it. Okay, the key is that the board the board's going to stay together. They're going to stay with each other. We're going to fight through this turbulent time. We got some good games coming up that we can win. Let's just hold off on the throat, scratch everything, throw it all out the window type thing. Let's just hold off, guys. Help is coming. We're going to get better. We're going to figure this thing out, and we're going to be a better football team. And maybe Micah has something. You might tell a little truth when he said this is a blessing because some blessings come in disguise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right there, it don't look like a blessing. It look like a beating. <laughs> right. But you never know. This might be the thing that jokes this team, make them take with their job more seriously, make, you know, play for each other more, and really let the, you know, the offense really figure out what works best for everybody to utilize these guys' skill sets, man. So let's stay hopeful, guys. Let's not jump ship. Let's not throw Dak in the trash. Let's <laughs> not throw this team away just yet. We have 12 more games. That's essentially our entire season. So let's just hold off, guys. Help is coming. We're going to get better. Cowboys for life. Nick, I love you. And I All love right, man. Show. Keep up the fire, man. Later. Appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, that's how. That's a call, that's a call you want to end on. I don't know what that was, but that's a call you want to end on for sure. Now, I don't know. He, kept, he said it twice. Help is coming. And I'm like, what? What? Where I mean, like I, I don't know where, what that is. I, I think they they're gonna have to figure it out right here. The guys that they've got, uh, maybe there's gonna be maybe they'll they'll make a trade or something like that. But I don't I don't anticipate that kind of move. Um, I think that you know as Jerry said on the radio this morning, they they've got the guys in the locker room, they've got the coaches in his mind to go and turn this thing around. As I said, I think the, the the Chargers game is going to be the the biggest game of the season for them. I think I think we'll find out more from that game than any other game that they've played. We'll find out what this team's made of, what the, how they do. They have an extra day to prepare. Uh, we'll see what happens when they go up there. It's going to be a very very good atmosphere. Uh, it'll be loud for both teams. It'll be a college type atmosphere there. A lot of emotion on both sides. They're going to want to win it for Kellen. This team's going to want to win it. You know. Know, I would hope for for their offense and McCarthy and Schottenheimer and all them. I mean, I would hope that there's going to be a lot of pride in that game, and and uh, the Cowboys need that because they 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 lost some of them. They left some of it out there in San Francisco. Uh, they need to get it back. And as Eric said, if he could come and, and help and talk to the team, I mean, I think you might be a good motivational speaker. So, uh, but they need that kind of stuff. And again, I say this before I said it to all the other calls. I appreciate at 13 calls today. I appreciate everyone one of them every one of them some of them easier to answer than others but i appreciate that because to, to call and, and to to share your feelings you're you're you know you're upset you're disappointed i get all that i get that you know i'm a fan of, of of my team as well i understand that i understand the frustration but you know what i'll say it i'll here it is week what week six of the season i say it almost every year i'll say it again right here you don't choose to be a cowboys fan okay it chooses you it is it, it it chooses you. This is who we are. So you're not gonna you're not gonna, you know, abandon ship and you're not gonna say, Oh, forget this team and all that. You're gonna be back. You're back here next week. You'll hopefully back tomorrow on storyline. This is what we do and this is what we've been used to. But I think this team will bounce back and let let's see let's see how it happens. But it has to happen, I think, in this next game. All right. Appreciate everybody. Thanks for Chris being running the board in the back. I'm Nick Eatman. We'll see you tomorrow on Cowboys Storyline. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.